Hey, what's up and welcome to another episode of the Contractor CEO Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. It's going to be awesome. We are going to be talking about the number one thing that helped me change my business from a money pit to a money-making machine. So it's going to be a little bit similar as far as my origin story, if you guys saw uh, the very first episode of this podcast. But after that, I'm going to be going over the strategy that actually helped me turn my business around, not just going through the story, but the actual strategy. So I'm really excited. I apologize. It's been so long since I've posted on the podcast. I'm sure as many of you guys know, summer is just crazy. (laughs) And uh, I've been traveling as well, had some weddings um, and just trying to make it through the summer. And we're almost there. It's actually kind of crazy how the weather is changing. But anyways, I'm really excited. Thanks for joining. And let's get right into it. So I wanted to start out with a really quick story of how I got started again. I apologize if you've heard this. I'm not going to make it as long as what I've done in the past, but I need it to make some context into what I'm talking about. So how I got started in contracting is I actually was a digital marketer. And my father-in-law was a really good concrete guy. And so long story short, over time, I approached my father-in-law. You know, I kept saying, hey, let's get into business together. I never knew what I could sell. But after I saw some of the work that he could do, I was like, hey, let's, let's partner. You know, like, you're so good at concrete. Why don't you have your own business? And he's like, well, I do side work. And I was like, well, why don't you do it full time? He's like, well, I don't know how to get enough work. So what do we do, right? We partner together and I get us all the work that we could have ever wanted in our first year. And uh, when we were starting, I thought as long as we were busy, we were going to be making money. Um, And so the whole entire first year, we completed like $700,000 worth of work, give or take, somewhere right in there. But at the very end of the year, we didn't really have any money. And I wasn't 100% sure why, but I was still really hopeful, you know, um, that next year is going to be bigger, so or better, I should say. So at the very end of the first year, I was like, well, um, well, what can I do going into the second year, right, to make the second year better? And I was like, well, if I did $700,000 in revenue year one, I just have to get bigger. And if I get bigger, that means that I'm going to have more money and everything's going to be good. So, you know, fast forward, we go all the way through year two. We added a couple of people to our team and we did $1.2 million in revenue, and from the outside looking in, everyone thought that we were doing so well. We literally were having other like concrete finishers approaching us and approaching Caesar and being like, what the heck are you guys doing? How'd you guys get so big? Like, you know, what in the heck? My family was always asking me, oh, how's your business? And I was like, oh, we're doing great. You know, we just did over a million dollars in revenue. Because I mean, what else are you supposed to say? Oh, yeah, we're doing a lot of work, but like we're dead broke. I mean, you can't say that, right? Like I had an ego as everyone else does. And um, I never told them that we were killing it as far as making money, but I would always revert to revenue because it sounded good, right? It's like, oh, we did a million dollars, right? It sounds so good. But inside of me, my heart was pounding because I had no money going into my second winter. And for us, our business basically shuts down for three months and I still had bills to pay, right? I had to pay for the trucks, for the insurance, for the rent. I mean, all of the crap that you have to pay for as a business owner, I still had to pay and I had no money. And I was at a true breaking point. Um, The second year in business was the hardest I'd ever worked. I was working almost every single day, all day from sunup to sundown. And it felt like no matter how hard we worked, we weren't moving forward. And I didn't know why. And so I was at the point in my business where I was basically like, okay, do I need to like quit and go and work for someone else? 
Which keep in mind, at that time, I would have done anything before that. I mean, like, I did not want to go back to working for someone else. Even though I'd worked so hard, it was better than working for someone else. At least that's the way that I viewed it. Um, I don't know if that's the correct way, but I hate working as an employee. It's just my personal thing. So, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm not going to work until I'm like 80 and work my ass off and not have a life and not have any money. (laughs) So I was like, F that, right? I was between a rock and a hard place. And that's when it kind of hit me, right? I was like, well, you know, I'm pricing the same as all my competitors. So how do I not have money? That's when I looked into it and I realized that most contractors are dead broke. And that's when my heart sank. I was like, oh my God, I got into the wrong business. I was like, I'm effed, right? I was like, well, no matter what, no matter what we do, we're not going to be successful because like I'm doing whatever else is doing and I'm not making money and they don't make money either. Everyone's broke. And so that's when I started searching for a different way. Okay. And what I discovered is it wasn't in how many mistakes we were making, even though we did make mistakes, right? We had warranty stuff come up. It wasn't because of like our trucks breaking down and repairs and all that. It wasn't due to like these big disaster things. Even though we had those happen, I realized that every business has those happen. So if every business has equipment breaking down and customers not wanting to pay on occasion and just stupid things, right? Like stupid crap. I mean, you're just talking about, you know, quote unquote freak accidents. If every business has that, but they're still not making money, then like, okay, what's the solution, right? And so I searched everywhere and I could not find it. And then what I realized is most contractors use a system, what I call per unit pricing, because that's what everyone did, right? When I first started in business, I asked my father-in-law, I said, okay, how do we price? He's like, well, all of our competitors, they, you know, and this was in 2018, he's, I was, he's like, they price around like six fifty, seven bucks a square foot. I said, okay. So that's what I did. When I priced projects, I priced them at the same price. And lo and behold, we won a lot of work. And lo and behold, we were broke. And then I said, well, it doesn't really make sense. So why are we pricing per unit when like some jobs are literal, the same amount of square footage is a different one, but double the amount of work. And maybe the material doesn't double, but like the labor literally doubles. And so we started to manipulate our price per square foot, but it was a what I call a wag, a wild ass guess. It had nothing to do with facts, with actual financial data. It had nothing to do with logic. It was just like, oh, you know, it's double the amount of work. I'm going to bump up my price by like 30%. And it was just a guess, right? I would just try to get people for as much as we could possibly get them. And yes, it helped, but at the end of the day, we were not making money. And that's when I realized that the old way that people price, the pricing per unit, pricing per square footage, pricing per linear footage, pricing per you know, light fixture, whatever you price your work at, if you're pricing on a per unit basis and you don't have money, that is probably why, okay? And so that is when I started searching for opportunities. I found a friend who owns a landscape business and he used to be an accountant and he was always making a lot of money. And I said, well, how do you price your projects? And what he told me was completely different and that is the number one thing that helped me change my business. And so I basically took some things from him, learned from him, and then kind of customized it a little bit to me and what made sense to me. And I call that system the GPP system, aka the Guaranteed Profit Pricing System. And so I want to talk to you a little bit about that today 
on our podcast and really just talk about why this new system is totally different and why it helps you turn around businesses, scale an existing business, et cetera. But the most important part is just make money, right? That's why we all got into business. No one wanted to get into business, take all this risk, take all this headache, take all this stress and be broke. That sucks. <laughs> okay. And so if that's you, you know, it's okay. Cause this is the light at the end of the tunnel. It should get better because of this new system, the GPP system. But here is how it's different. The GPP system, what it really takes into account where the overhead or where the price per unit system doesn't take into account is overhead. And if you don't know what overhead is, just very simply, it's all of the costs associated with your business that aren't associated to, to job sites. So think about if you have an office manager, right? They are getting paid whether or whether or not you're working or it's raining, et cetera, because their salary. Um, and right when you do a job cost, you don't say, oh, my project, my office manager costed me this on this project. You have truck breakdowns, you have equipment, you have gas, you have insurance, you have cell phone bills, you got marketing, all the expenses that add up, right? Those are your overhead costs. And so what the GPP system does is it takes your overhead and then it figures out how much overhead you're actually spending per job. So that way, when you price projects, you can take into account your direct labor costs, aka how much it's going to cost you just in your labor. Then you can factor in how much material the project is going to cost. Then you could even factor in how much overhead you have costing you. And when I say overhead, I literally mean everything, like factoring in everything, even like, for instance, people not wanting to pay on occasion. That's called bad debt. And maybe that's not, it's not even the full price of the project. You could factor in warranty. You can factor in potential legal fees in case you get sued, right? You can factor in all of these things. So then you factor in your overhead costs. So then you have your direct labor costs, your direct material costs, and your overhead costs. Then you mark it up on top of that. And that is the price that you give the customer. It does not matter anymore what the price per unit is or what the going rate is. None of that matters. You know why? Because the going rate doesn't take into account all of the costs. And all that matters to you as a business is actually making a profit, right? So that is why the GPP system is by far in a way better than pricing per unit, okay? So what I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be making a short five podcast series going over the system. This was the number one episode in the five series, just talking about why the price per unit is broken and why this new system, the GPP system, is so much better. The main reason is because it factors in all of your business expenses and then you make a profit on top of that, which is why I call it the guaranteed profit pricing system, okay? So if you want, in the next episode, we're gonna be talking all about the GPP system, talking about how to actually use it Okay, so if you're not subscribed, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast because we're going to be diving a lot more in depth into the GPP system in the next episode in this short series that I have going on. And also, just a heads up, I have some really exciting news. I'm going to be coming out with a program where I'm going to be working one-on-one -on -one combined with an online course to teach the GPP system on a very, very, very deep level into your business. And so if you want the fast track into learning about this, 
you know, learning a little bit more about this, getting help from someone like myself who's done this and helped dozens of contractors already implement the system into their business. It will help get you there faster to success and it will increase your likelihood of achievement, right? Just because you're gonna have someone there that can help you along the way with anything that comes up. So if you're interested in that, in the show notes down below, I'm gonna include a link. Okay, click on that link. It's gonna take you to a website. All you have to do is enter in your email. I'm gonna send you out a free training that goes into this way, way in depth. And then I'm also gonna be showing you a little bit about how you could work with me one-on-one if that interests you. But for this podcast episode, that's all that I have. As a reminder, make sure you hit subscribe so you can be notified when the episode number two comes out. And with that being said, that's all I have for you. Can't wait to see you guys in the next episode and I will see you guys then.